All right. Hello, podcast family. I'm so excited to be starting a new series on the podcast starting today. We're entering a new series all about the different location stages of your business because starting and running a rental company costs a lot of money and overhead. There are typically a few different stages of where you store based on logistics, size of your company inventory, and what you're actually able to afford based on expenses. So listen in on today's episode as we enter into our series on the different location stages of your rental company. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010, In working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. Today, we are going to narrow in on the storage unit stage. After that, we're going to work through the small warehouse yet growing space. Then seasons where you might have to have multiple storage locations. And then finally, we're going to wrap up with our large warehouse space stage. To learn more about these different specific storage solutions, join our community through our online signature course called Rental Biz Academy where we teach you not only just the different deeper specifics along with much more education for your rental company, but it's also inclusive of over 20 templates and downloads to start using today. There's a link in our show notes below that you can join our Rental Biz Academy family and learn more about not only just these different storage unit stages and other stages that you might have through your business, but Lots more about logistics and sales and marketing and setting up your business and growing your team and all of the different things that you might need to know about your company and scaling it to a more intentional and more efficient place. So check out the link below in our show notes to join our Rental Biz Academy family. All right, let's get started talking a little bit more about the storage unit stage. Now, the storage unit stage has a special place in my heart. As much of my starting career in this rental business was in storage units. And even before that, it started in my garage. So this stage can feel tough in many ways from the odd hours of availability to access your place, to the different hurdles based on the actual storage space itself that you rent from, along with the professional level that you may not feel is possible through these storage units. I remember the many, many, many days of maybe a rainy day that I had to go to the storage units for, or maybe it was blasting hot and it was one of those Texas summer heats that was a hundred plus degrees. Man, there's so many different stages and so many different memories that just flood my mind as I talk to you guys about this storage unit stage. And for those of you that might not know my story, I was in storage units not only in the beginning, but I've had to go back to storage units through different areas of my business, which we'll talk about in week three. But it's important that we look at storage unit stages because many of us start here. 
And so I want you to know that I've been there. I've been where you're at. I've been there multiple times. And we're going to talk through three different things that I believe are kind of the uh, building blocks in the the kind of areas of having a storage unit that you might want to know or think about a little differently than you might already think about. And so I'm excited to talk to you about the storage unit stage. So let's start with the first one, which is the professional level and how you might not feel super professional having a storage unit for your storage space. The great opportunity that you have today that I did not have when I began was technology being on the level it's like right now. When I started, there were no online wish lists or access to see inventory on your website without spending tens of thousands of dollars to do so. Now, with the help of softwares like GoShuffle Pro, you can populate your inventory online with amazing photography of your pieces. And most can book you without even having to come see the items in person at your storage unit. So here's my first recommendation for those of you that are in the storage unit stage. Have your online presence not only on your website, but your social media also be the top notch with amazing technology like Good Shuffle Pro. This is going to help you achieve that professional level of your business. Not only just the technology, but another way to feel super professional is having really great in-person experience when your people do come see you at your storage unit. Feel like you can prepare them before they even arrive. You can do that through messaging, through email, or phone calls. Have them get to know you and your business and really attach themselves to your story and your business. You can set them up for success with a one-pager that shows them exactly how to get there, where to park, what code to use to get in, where you're going to meet them, how long they expect to be there, and all the different things that go with that because getting into storage units can be a little different than just parking and walking in a front door, right? The other part of having storage units and feeling professional is your in-person interaction with them when they are actually right there in your storage unit with you. Back when I did storage units, at the very, very beginning, um, we set up our storage units in a very strategic and efficient way. We had three different storage units. One was to store our trailer at the time because it was small enough to do that. The second was our actual storage of pieces that I did not show to my clients because it was organized in a way that you couldn't like pull something down and see it. And then my last storage unit was more of a showroom type of storage unit where it had pretty shelves and things arranged in a way that you could walk into it and see things um, in different aspects. And so that's what I would recommend doing is having it be large enough and organized in a way that you can actually have a good experience with it versus looking into boxes or having things stored in a way that you can't really see the items. Another great thing to do is pull some items off the shelves that you know that they're interested in, which means you have to ask them that question before they get there so that they can see those pieces specifically if they're not in that showroom space. Or even if they are, pull it down so they can see it. When I used to be in Arizona, for those of you that know, I had a wedding planning business before I moved to Texas. And in Arizona is where I had it. And I remember being with some of my couples that I did a wedding planning with. And we had to use a rental company that had things that I didn't already have. 
and she was in a storage unit and we got to go meet her at the storage unit. I don't think her business is in business anymore because I tried to uh, look it up to link it here, but um, she had a storage unit. And so when we went there, she was able to give us some um, directions of how to get into the storage unit, where she would meet us and all of that. And then she had at the time back in, gosh, this was 2011, maybe even 2012. It was a long time ago, um, over 10 years ago, which makes me feel very old. Um, but she had a little notepad that was branded with her business things on it. And she was able to take notes in a really professional way that made me and my couple at the time feel like we were priority to her and that she was listening and hearing exactly what we were liking and what we needed to do. So um, nowadays, if I were to go back to the storage unit stage, I'd probably have an iPad or something that um, I could in real time add things to a quote for them because we know that through quoting in a very easy way and in real time encourages and gives the opportunity to book someone right away versus saying, hey, I'm going to send this over to you and you can access it through your email. You have your client's full attention when they are with you in person. And when they walk out your door or out of your storage unit, they're back into the real world, which means their email might be inundated with other emails. You might not see yours right away. And so what I would do today is have an iPad with me that was either on my hotspot or if the storage unit has a Wi-Fi or if you have cell capabilities on your iPad, you can go ahead and start adding inventory to their online quote. And then you are able to present that to them right in person. They can sign off on it and be good to go. Of course, that's through sales and through marketing and through many different aspects, but that helps increase your professionalism when you're with your clients. Now, there's a few other hurdles we need to chat through when you are in the storage unit phase. One being the actual place you're using. Now, there are some of you in big cities where you don't have options and some of you that are in smaller towns that also don't have many options. What I mean by that is in big cities, you typically will have multi-story buildings with a small area to load in and out of. Yet in small towns, typically there are roller doors on the street that you pull up next to you and you load in and out and you don't have to deal with any loading docks or small areas. That said, if you have an option one way or the other, then it's best to look at the type of transportation that you have to take your items to events. If you have a dock high on your truck that's large and in charge, or a trailer with a pull-up ramp, a pull-down ramp, those are going to be affecting the different space that you have to use either one of those. So if you have the option of having a multi-story place or having something that you can pull up next to, then you want to look at your transportation. You also want to look at the location of where it's located. You might have both options, and one might be five minutes from where you typically are in downtown with a big uh, multi-story place, but then you might also have the option of driving to Tombuktu to go out to uh, maybe 45 minutes or an hour away from where you are to be at a roll-up door. So there's two different aspects that we need to look at is one, our transportation, and two, the location of those things. Perhaps you live further away, but your events are in the city, Maybe it makes sense for you to drive your car to your storage unit 
and then be able to take things when you are closer to the events that you typically are going to be using and, and going to. So a couple things to think about about the actual location in the type of place that you are looking for. The last one is the hours. Man, I remember those days. <laughs> most storage units close at 9 p.m. and most don't open until 9 a.m., which means those late night wedding pickups at midnight are going to have to stay in your truck until the next day, which can be really tough for your labor and sometimes the safety of your items in your truck wherever it's left at. What we did was we scheduled two crews. We stored our trailer at one point inside of our storage unit, which, man, that was a feat of itself. <laughs> the storage unit that we had picked was one that was outside, and you just pull up to the door, and you can unload right there because that's close to where I lived, and then it was also kind of in the midst of where we were delivering to. I actually get to have a little bit of a reminisce every time that I go to my parents' house because they live now uh, like literally right next to it. You can probably see it from their house. Um, so I get to see it almost all the time, like once or twice a week sometimes. So it's fun to go see um, where I started this business. But there, the foundation in Dallas, Texas is not incredible. Things shift quite often. And so when we we're at the storage unit. Um, over time, the foundation of the whole place was kind of shifting, which meant not the storage unit, but the driveway or, you know, the area that you drive on next to the storage unit uh, started having this like big kind of hill in the midst of it, and which meant when we were backing up the trailer into the storage unit, it kind of dipped down low enough to where you couldn't see the storage unit in your rear view mirror. And so you just kind of had to wing it and hopefully it was going to land in there, which to this day, I did not ever crash it or bump into something, which is a godsend. But it was just, it was kind of a pain in our butt to uh, load it in that way. But um, all that to say, the times and the places that you're using your storage in your trailer can be really tough in this season. So at one point we'd stored it inside the warehouse or inside of the storage unit, which helped with safety. And then at another time when we were paying for storage units and we had a, a warehouse, which we'll talk about in a couple weeks, we had a um, kind of a separate place that we paid to lock our uh, longer trailer in that we stored it there. And so that was also safer compared to like leaving it on the street or leaving it somewhere where anyone and everyone could just pop the locks off and get into it. So we're going to talk more about the multiple different places and such in a couple weeks, but that's just a history of what we've done in the past to keep our stuff safe and be able to unload and reload when we need to. So storage units are really, they're great for many different seasons of your business, not only just in the beginning, but in other seasons that you might be growing out of your current space, but you still have a lease left on your space. So storage units are great, but you also have to assure that you take into account the online presence, the type of place, and the hours that surround that place to make sure that you are organizing it in a good, good way. We're going to talk a little bit more about the organization of storage units in a couple weeks because um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about it when I talk about multiple uses or multiple locations 
because just a preview, we had a storage unit. We had five storage units, actually, in addition to our 1,500-square-foot warehouse because we're growing out of it. And so at that point, when you have multiple storage units, you have to figure out how do I know what is in what storage unit without having to open up all of them to understand. And what happens when maybe something gets put back in a storage unit that it doesn't belong in, because that can delay your loading time for events, or you might not be able to find something right away. So lots of kind of things that go along with that, but that's a little bit more for um, an episode in a couple weeks that we're going to go through. So I hope that this episode has been helpful for you if you are in a storage unit space. Know that you don't have to stay in a storage unit space forever, but it is very, very helpful for those of us in the industry that need just a little extra space than we already have or are in the beginning stages of your business because it's usually less money than getting a warehouse and it's a little bit more controllable to where you can add on another storage unit if you need to based on availability. All right, friends, I hope this has been great. I can't wait to continue this series on different storage spaces for the seasons of your business. And next week, we are going to talk more about your small warehouse with the growth of your business. Talk to you later and have a great week.